At Alina Health, it's our mission to provide exceptional care, prevent illness, restore health, and provide comfort to all people in our community. Here's your host, Melanie Cole, with the WellCast. Most parents are always on the lookout for bullies. They're looking for other kids who might be bullying their child. But what if your child is the bully? Would you be able to admit this to yourself and do something about it? It might be tougher than you think. My guest is Miriam Roby. She's certified nurse practitioner at Alina Health Coon Rapids Clinic. Welcome to the show, Miriam. So if your child has behavioral issues that you know about, or they're easily angered, they're easily flying off the handle, are these some red flags that your child either may be getting bullied or may be the bully himself? Yes, there are many different uh, signs that you can look for to see if your child is the bully or may be bullied. Uh, some of the signs you look for is uh, being impulsive, for instance, or easily frustrated or angered uh, when they're talking to their peers or family members or even their teachers at school. Those are some of the things you can look for. If your child's always been a child that's easily frustrated, if their homework isn't going well or they don't play well in sports or they're not as popular as they'd like to be, could this be something that could lead them towards it? Are there risk factors, things that predispose a child to actually being the bully? Absolutely. There are always uh, predispositions that will uh, lead a child to possible bullying uh, Uh, such as um, if they have been uh, trouble sleeping and, you know, going to school, uh, sleep deprived, uh, that usually heightens their anger, um, frustrations. Uh, If they've seen it in the home, you know, maybe there's different things that have been going on in the home that they have experienced that could lead them to um, feel that uh, they're frustrated and don't know how to um, verbalize their feelings. So they act out in different mannerisms. You mentioned trouble sleeping. You know, so many young kids and teenagers today just don't get enough sleep with all the electronics and the temptations and distractions. What about the sleep issues and this bullying issue? Is there a tie in there? Absolutely. Actually, the University of Michigan uh, conducted a study of 341 children, and it was found that uh, children who have sleep problems are actually more prone to having bullying tendencies or, you know, maybe acting out in um, frustrating mannerisms or anger or not able to um, contain their frustrations. So now you notice these things maybe in your own child. Parents kind of go into denial. Oh, he's just having a rough patch or, you know, we don't have an abusive home. Nobody's ever been a bully around here. How do you get the parents to see this, Miriam? Because I think that's the hardest thing. Parents are blind when it comes to their children's faults. Yes. You know, unfortunately, parents believe that, you know, their children could not possibly be the bully. And so they usually turn a blind eye to it. But what we're asking parents is, you know, become a little bit more involved with your children. You know, talk to them, have them open up, discuss 
things with them. And maybe um, during conversations, there may be some red flags as, you know, noticing that they're short-tempered. Maybe they may express that they've been having nightmares at night and hasn't been sleeping very well. Uh, Maybe that uh, they're talking to the, you know, even talking to the teacher and finding out that the teacher has noticed that their child has shown some uh, discipline problems that could indicate that they possibly may be bullying others. And then is it time for counseling or is this something that a parent tries to do themselves first? Initially, it's, you know, the parent can try to see if it's something that they can manage on their own, but we don't want parents to feel that it's just on their shoulders alone. There are many different individuals that are out there to help. Schools are very, very keen on bullying, and they have had they have placed many things in play to try to help parents with this as far as school counselors, as far as other uh, the principals are willing to guide and help with that. And even uh, if the parents um, have a spiritual advisor, that's something that they can always have their children talk to, you know, if they aren't able to be open to them. I think one reason why parents may be hesitant to accept this, acknowledge it, is because they feel that people would blame them for their child being a bully. What about that relationship between parent and child and that dynamic? Are children that bully always a product of their parents? Not always. And we always want to, you know, continually uh, let parents know not always it is it's the reason that the child is a bully is a product of the home. There may be different things that the child is being exposed to in different scenes as far as at school, outside in the public, uh, TV. Um, you mentioned video games. You know, some video games have uh, different um, things in there that may not be appropriate for children. They're, you know, they're absorbing all of this, and as they're growing, they're putting their own perception on it. We want parents to know that we want them to be open with their children and be open to us and or their school so that we can get the help that the child may need. Give parents some advice on how to talk to their children about their behavior in a non-threatening way so the child doesn't get defensive, pull back, blame the parents. Give us some tips for speaking with our children. So what you can do is usually take the child to an environment that they like. Um, If you do date night with your child, um, you know, at the local ice cream parlor or, you know, if it's uh, you go uh, and do activities where you walk around the park, take them somewhere where they feel that um, they're not going to be judged. And then, you know, slowly just start talking to them, getting them to open up. Trust is a key. When they feel that they can talk to you and trust that you're not going to be judgmental or you're not going to get angry with them, they will feel that they can open up to you a little bit more. And that's how the uh, communication starts between you and your child to try to get them to get better. And what about their friends? I always call them OPCs, other people's children. And if you notice that your child is hanging out, and we're not necessarily blaming the other, you know, the other children for behavior of your own child, but if you notice that they're hanging out with kids that you don't trust or that seem to be someone you would peg as a bully, what do you say to your children about those kids? Do you start forbidding them to hang out with them? Do you say that child may not be the best choice for you? What do you do? So uh, I wouldn't, um, you know, outright say that 
their friend, you know, is a, you know, someone that they absolutely cannot hang out with. What you would want to do is um, let them understand that the different uh, mannerisms that their friends may be expressing, such as aggressive tendencies, such as um, easily frustrated to other individuals, those are different tendencies that you don't want them to start to display to others. This would be something that you want to let your child know. You want them to stay away from that and maybe explain to them how it can make others feel. Books are very good as far as, you know, giving different pictures and making the child understand why uh, it would be good to stay away from some of the children, but outright saying not to associate with these children, especially if they're in their classroom, is a little difficult. So you just try to make them understand your reasoning to why you feel that they should not adhere or adopt the tendencies that the children have. In the last few minutes, Miriam, if you would, give your best advice to children dealing with bullies and to parents who may suspect that their child might actually be the bully. First, I want to encourage the parents and the children to really seek outside help. Your school is paramount in uh, trying to help uh, motivate bullying, and they have counselors, teachers, other schools officials. They're very prepared to help with the concern with bullying, and that's for both parents and children alike. Secondly, I would advise to speak up to anyone you trust, um, to your parents, to your spiritual advisors, to your teacher, to your best friend, even law enforcement are trustworthy individuals who can help you in your time of need. And bullying only works when the victim remains silent. So you have to make sure that you speak up as much as you can. If one person isn't open to hearing what you have to say, go to the next person. That person may be more receptive to what you have to say. Speaking up is the key. That's great advice, Miriam. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. And for more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.